0: W-V-I-K, Quad Cities NPR, is here for you, keeping you connected to the world by bringing the world to your home. Even in extraordinary times, we're committed to bringing you the accurate information you need and the beautiful music and compelling stories you count on to help lighten your load. We're here when you need us because you've been there for us. Thank you for your continued support of W-V-I-K. Three to four inches of snow is reported in and around the Quad Cities and up through the Dubuque area, maybe an inch and a half to two inches. Plan on slippery roads, sidewalks, parking lots, and stairs as the day goes on and some blowing of snow, even though snowfall may have stopped. Skies will gradually clear today. It'll get much colder as the temperature falls throughout the day and wind chills go below zero. Tonight's low will indeed be below zero, at minus six. Wind chills will be in the teens below zero. Tomorrow's high will only be in the teens, but so will tomorrow night's low and will warm to about 40 for Saturday and Sunday as it looks right now. Chairman of the Democratic Party in Iowa has resigned after a disastrous caucus process beset by technical glitches led to a days-long delay in reporting results, inconsistencies in the numbers, and no clear winner even as of yet. Chairman Troy Price announced his resignation yesterday saying Iowa Democrats deserved better than what happened on caucus night. Several police officers are being sued in federal court following their arrest of a black college student traveling through the Quad Cities last year. Jalen Butler filed the suit in federal court last month, accusing the officers of taking part in unlawful conduct or failing to stop other officers from engaging in unlawful conduct. The defendants include East Moline Police Officer Travis Stays, Hampton Officer Ethan Bush. Rock Island County Deputy Jack is Plus, a deputy whose last name is Pena and two other officers listed as John Doe's. According to Butler, he was a member of the Eastern Illinois University swim team, traveling back from a tournament when the bus he was riding in, the team bus, stopped at a rest area along I-80 in East Moline. While standing outside, several squad cars raced up and officers ran toward him with their guns drawn. He was pushed down on the ground and handcuffed. The officers eventually realized Butler was not the person they were looking for, According to the ACLU, which is representing him, the officers had no reason to arrest him except for the fact that he was a young black man. And their unlawful conduct includes unlawful search and seizure, false arrest, and use of excessive force. Rock and County Sheriff Jerry Bustos says his deputies arrived after Butler had been detained by other officers, were on the scene only briefly, and then left to join a hunt for a fugitive that was going on in the area. One of the newest entrants in the race for the Democratic presidential nomination is making a major investment in Illinois.
1: Former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg plans to open 14 campaign offices in the state with 80 staff members. Will
0: Dubbs is his
1: deputy state's director. You know, we are going to make sure our presence is felt all across, you know, western Illinois and downstate Illinois, too. And that's the sort of campaign that we want to be running nationwide, and and we think that's the sort of campaign um, that Democrats need to be running in order to win um, in November too. Between now and the Illinois primary on March 17th, campaign workers will focus on recruiting volunteers for phone banks and canvassing. And even though the Bloomberg campaign is intensifying its efforts now, supporters were organizing in Illinois early enough to get his name on the ballot by the filing deadline in December. Five offices are located in Chicago, plus Rock Island, Springfield, and Belleville. Others will open soon in Aurora, Rockford, and Waukegan.
0: I'm Herb Trix. Jurors in Davenport heard opening arguments yesterday in the case of a man accused of killing a Cedar Rapids high school student 40 years ago. Kate Payne reports the case of Jerry Lynn Burns is built on decades-old DNA evidence.
2: Burns faces a first-degree murder charge in the 1979 killing of 18-year-old Michelle Martinko. The cold case was revived when investigators say they matched DNA found at the crime scene to genetic material covertly collected from a cup the suspect threw away. Defense attorney Leon Spies worked to cast doubt on the DNA analysis.
1: Those statistics, men and women of the jury, are only as accurate as the investigation on which they are founded. They're only as accurate as the integrity of that investigation.
2: Investigators used a family genealogy website to narrow down the pool of suspects to Burns. It's a practice that's being used more often, but has raised concerns for some ethicists and privacy advocates. I'm Kate Payne, Iowa Public Radio News.
0: Area teams came up on the short end in college basketball last night. Augustana lost to North Central. The men, seventy to fifty-five. The women, fifty-six to fifty-four. St. Ambrose lost to Olivet Nazarene, the men 107-74, the women 97-81. Iowa State lost to Oklahoma 90-61, Western Illinois lost to South Dakota 85-72. Iowa's at Indiana tonight, the Bulls host the Hornets. In hockey, the Blackhawks lost too, they lost to Vancouver 3-0.